because we've already set our bodies up to be at a deficit. And here's the thing. Once you've done that, once your body is already in a hypoglycemic deficit, first thing in the day, yes, you can eat food. You can put stuff in there and try and get those blood sugar levels back up, but you can't rebalance until you've had eight hours of sleep. You are an amazing human being. You're a coach or expert who works hard to make a positive difference for your clients. I'm Joss Willard, and my mission is to help good coaches like you make great profits so you can live an amazing life helping the people you're meant to serve. This podcast is here to help with that. We'll be bringing you the information, resources, experts, and perspectives to allow your practice to make a difference, support the life you want, and reward you fairly and well for the impact that you bring. Welcome to Profit for Coaches. If you want your day and your business to go better, you need to start them better. Hi, welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, that's what we're going to talk about, how you can make your day your business, and your life a whole lot better just by making two changes to how you start your day. Enjoy the episode. Real quick, our goal here at the podcast is for these episodes to provide techniques, tools, skills, strategies, and inspiration that can help any coaching practice be more profitable. But you want your practice to be more profitable. And while you can get all kinds of great things from this episode and any episode of Profit for Coaches, what will help you even more is advice, guidance, and action steps designed around your unique situation, your life, your practice, your goals, your challenges. How can we best help you with that? The quickest way to get you exactly what you need for your practice is for you to head over to ProfitforCoaches.com. When you're there, click on and grab your Profitable Practice Scorecard. It's absolutely free. It just takes a few minutes. Fill out the scorecard. It will let us know exactly where your practice is and where you want it to go and what you're dealing with. Once you've done that, you'll get a response that tells you exactly what you can do next. The action steps you can take to make your practice more profitable and get you where you want your practice to be as soon as possible. So head on over to ProfitForCoaches.com and grab your Profitable Practice Scorecard today. So one of the things that our clients deal with, whether they're on the coaching side or whether they are working to keep a business running fundamentally profitably, is their energy levels and their emotional levels. And the two things are tied together, particularly when you're in high stress, if you're struggling to continuously solve challenges in the business, whether you're dealing with personnel issues, whatever it is, if you're feeling high stress in your business on a regular basis, you're going to have difficulty making good long-term decisions. That's just how we're wired as human beings. The higher stress we're in, the more and more we will trade off good long-term decisions and good long-term payoffs in order to get the short-term payoff of escape from the danger or escape from the pain. So a couple of things that we can do to help with that particular challenge have almost nothing to do on the surface with running a business. That's okay because they have to do with living a life in a way that allows you to make good decisions, whether it's in business or personally or in any way. So this is a good thing for you to use in your own business and possibly a good thing for you to look at with your own clients. So those two things are when you get up and what you eat for breakfast. So let's dig into that. When you get up, it doesn't really matter when you get up. You see all the stuff out there about, oh, you need to be up at 4.30 in the morning so you can have your two hours of peace before anybody else gets up. And while you're in that two hours of peace, don't forget you need to run a marathon and train for an Ironman and meditate 
and solve the world's problems and all that kind of stuff and hustle and grind and get more stuff done in that two hours while everyone is asleep than anybody else, right? It depends on which version you believe, but there's two different kind of schools of thought about the pro early morning risers is the hustle and grinders who are like, get up, go straight to work, work for four hours and get more done in that four hours than anybody else. And then you can do whatever else you want for the rest of the day. And that's one school of thought. There's another school of thought that says, wake up at 4.30 or 5.30 or whatever it is and have your mindfulness, do your meditation, do your affirmations, do all of the things to get yourself ready for the regular workday. And those two schools of thought butt heads a little bit. And it doesn't really matter. You don't need either of them necessarily. For the purposes of this particular technique, all that matters is that you get up at the same time every morning. And it doesn't even have to be the exact same time, just within 10, 15 minutes. So rather than setting an alarm and snoozing or something like that, figure out the right time that works for you. Set an alarm. Let's say it's six o'clock in the morning. Let's say six o'clock is the time that you need to be up in order to do everything you need to do in the day without feeling rushed and stressed out and everything. So set your alarm for six o'clock, but then also be prepared or let your body wake you up at 5.55 or somewhere between 5.45 and six o'clock. If you wake up, your eyes come open, you turn, you look at the clock, don't go, oh, I can go back to sleep for five more minutes. Just get up. The point is you allow your body to get you up at a time that is normal, that feels good for your body to wake you up. And that is roughly the same time every day. And when you do that, that sets the beginning of a cycle. It sets the beginning of a pattern for your body and it gets your body used to some consistency. The science is very interesting on this because you don't even have to go to bed at the same time every night. You don't even have to sleep really well. The only thing that really matters for this purpose is that you're waking up at about the same time every day and that it's a time that humans generally tend to wake up. Like if you're working night shifts, that's going to be a different thing. But for most people, we tend to wake up somewhere around sunrise and we can do that naturally even without alarms. So the point is this particular technique, what you want to do is just start waking up every day at the same time. Regardless, Monday through Sunday, regardless of what's going on that day, just get up about the same time every day. Bonus points if you can get up without an alarm going off. But if you have to set an alarm. Okay, so that's the first thing. Get up at about the same time every day. And the second thing is, what are you eating for breakfast? Here in North America, in the US and Canada, we don't do breakfast very well. We have a tendency to wake up and drink coffee and grab a donut or a Pop-Tart or a bowl of cereal, something that's pretty high carb, usually high in the processed carbs, high caffeine, high carb to get us out the door because we get that jolt of energy. It gets us moving and it gets us started, we think, with energy for the day. Actually, it turns out that's bad, counterproductive even, because what happens, especially if you're living high stress, which a lot of us who run companies are doing, is our bodies are already predisposed to grabbing all of the sugar and glucose out of our systems, dumping massive amounts of insulin into our systems as part of our stress response, fight or flight. And then we have the counter that would become less insulin responsive. And so our body creates even more insulin and that kind of stuff. And then when you're in that situation, when you dump after a fast, which is what breakfast is, it's breaking the fast. When we've gone all night without eating, if the first thing that we dump in there is 
carbs, especially simple carbs, processed sugars, things like that, the body mass dumps insulin on it and we wind up going hypoglycemic, which is pre-diabetic, but we wind up being behind the eight ball energy bodies. Yes, we get a spike in the short term for like an hour and then we get that crash, which is why a lot of us will have our breakfast and then by the time we get to work, we're tired, we get to the office or start having meetings or whatever it is that we do after that first hour. By the time that first hour of actual work starts, we're already tired. We're already reaching for that next cup of coffee or energy drink or whatever it is. That's because we've already set our bodies up to be at a deficit. And here's the thing. Once you've done that, once your body is already in a hypoglycemic deficit, first thing in the day, yes, you can eat food. You can put stuff in there and try and get those blood sugar levels back up, but you can't rebalance until you've had eight hours of sleep. So when you set yourself up in the morning with that high spike of caffeine and or sugar, that crash that happens, now you're screwed for the rest of the day. So if you want to help your body be calmer, have more energy, the two things I would recommend is that your breakfast be high protein and moderate to high fat with very little carb. You can eat, as far as this is concerned, you can eat whatever you want for the rest of the day. I don't care. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a fitness expert. I'm just going with the stuff that I know, the science that I've read, the people that I've trusted who are nutrition experts, fitness experts, that kind of thing. Read some of the science on it. I'm not here to tell you how to lose weight for your body or live the most healthy life. What I'm talking about specifically is how you can show up the best for your clients and for your business and for yourself and help your body to reduce the amount of stress that you're working under. So that means your breakfast should be high protein and moderate to high fat and pretty close to as soon after you wake up as possible. You can get into fasting, exercising, all that kind of stuff. I don't want to get too much into that, but just make sure your breakfast, high protein, moderate to high fat, no caffeine, no sugar, no processed foods. If you do that, it sets your body up on an even keel. Yes, for those of you who are coffee addicts or caffeine addicts, for those of you who are used to eating high sugar in the morning, your first week of this is going to feel blech and kind of miserable. But it's going to help your body. It's going to help your mind. It's going to help your business. So push through that first week. If you're going to drink coffee or caffeine, you want to limit it to a very narrow window between about 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. If you do it before 11 a.m., especially if you do it as part of your breakfast or before you've eaten anything else, sorry, all of you people who love your hot buttered coffee in the morning. If you drink coffee too early after you wake up, it throws your system off. It actually teaches your system how not to use caffeine, how not to produce the things that need to be produced. Caffeine tells your system to stop producing the things that normally would get you woken up and thinking clearly and stuff like that. So you don't want to do it too early in the morning. If you do it after 3 p.m., generally speaking, caffeine stays in your system for about eight hours. It can interfere with your sleep if you drink it after 3 p.m. So basically your window is 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. You want to drink coffee or other caffeinated drinks, go ahead and there's your window. But for your best shot in the mornings, no caffeine, no coffee, no sugar, no processed foods. I personally like to avoid all seed oils. So basically I would say, cook yourself some sausage and eggs, or steak and eggs, or scrambled eggs with cheese, or whatever it is that you like. You can even prep it. Hard-boiled eggs are fine. Whatever it is that you want to do that fits sort of that description, stay away from the toast, the sugar cereals, the high sugar yogurts, the Pop-Tarts, the donuts, the pastries, all the stuff that we know is bad for us, but that we eat anyway. So with those two things, waking up at about the same time every day and eating a good high-protein, moderate to high fat breakfast 
relatively shortly after you wake up. Those two things will start your day off in a way that will give you more energy, clearer thought, less stress, and a nice buffer against all of the neurochemicals and other things that can go on in our head when we're looking at stressful situations. That's my recommendation for you this week. Give it a try and let me know how it works for you. Shoot me an email, joss at profitforcoaches.com. I would love to hear how this works for you. And I'd also love to hear if you disagree with me, what does work for you? What do you recommend? And how does that work out? And we'll see you back here next week. That's it for this episode of Profit for Coaches. I've been your host, Joss Withard. To make sure you never miss a new episode, go to ProfitForCoaches.com to subscribe now. You'll also find all the show notes, resources, guides, links, freebies, and other goodies that we mention on the show. Plus, we've got some special bonuses there just for our subscribers. So to make sure you profit fully from this and each new episode of Profit for Coaches, go to ProfitForCoaches.com now.